Welcome back to another Dispatch from Holly McKay. Today, we're going to go to Iraq. And in particular, we're going to go and talk about uh, Iraqi militias, and in this case, one that is closely aligned with Iran. Holly, tell us about what this story is about. Right. So I think over the sort of especially the course really since 2014, since ISIS sort of stormed through Iraq, we heard a lot about these um, you know, often sort of falsely called Iranian militias. And they're not Iranian. They're Iraqi, however. They're a lot of their money and really their allegiances um, are to Tehran and to, to sort of the Shia sect. And that is what I think concerns the international community is you've got, you may have defeated ISIS, but at the same time in doing that, you've basically fostered the rise of these militia groups. Um, and there are very different you know you've got a lot of different groups however there are certainly ones that are on washington's radar as being a little bit more concerning than others and um, in my recent trip to baghdad i had an opportunity to sit down um, with one of the sort of the leaders of um, it's called the master of Mata battalions um, but it's also just locally known as kss and so uh, the man that i sat with um they refer to him as, as Sheikh Kati. And then, of course, that's sort of a term for, for somebody who they consider not only as a, as a sort of religious leader, but just kind of a, um, a leader within that group. So I just think it's important, um, you know, as a journalist and something that I very much like to do is, is often to sit with people that would be considered to be, you know, adversarial uh, to Western interests and just to understand, to have a conversation to understand how they think. Um, it's not about interrogating somebody. It's not about sticking it to them. It's a conversation for me and then to be able to translate that to a, a broader audience for me to understand just, you know, where they get their thought process from. And I think that really is one of the most fascinating parts of, of the job. And it was certainly um, a fascinating conversation with, uh, with uh, Katib. Yeah. And so what did you find out? Where is he coming from? So first of all, you know, the, the elephant in the room is, you know, how aligned are you uh, to Iran? And I think one of the things I noticed in the past is that oftentimes they try to sort of downplay their relationship to Tehran and try to sort of pretend that they are some um, more of a nationalistic group. But, but what really surprised me was that Keteb really made um, no bones about telling me that you know yes that we you know we we are aligned to Iran these are these are our people we have no problem saying that we have relationships with them that we get support from them um, that we have joint security interests um, so there was certainly no hesitation there um, and the other thing you know that he said is is their fight. Um, you know, that they're about fighting for what he considers to be their rights. And the big part of that fight is to ensure that the American footprint is out of their country. America still does have some troops in Iraq, um, mostly located in the north. But, you know, that it runs counter to an agreement that was signed where all American troops were supposed to leave in December of last year. Um, that hasn't quite happened and, uh, you know, he made it very clear that that was their, their really their goal um, at KSS was to, to get, make sure that American had no military footprint in Iraq. Okay. So is that, is that your impression when you were talking, is that a KSS agenda item or is that an Iranian agenda item as expressed by the KSS? Well, I mean, I think it's both. I think, you know, they're loyal to Iran, but, 
but they're also Iraqi. So that's the way that they see it um, from their perspective is, is certainly it's Iranian uh, interest, but, but to them, you know, it's America is sort of their, their evil empire. But what is sort of ironic and I, I often find, um, you know, especially with, with all sorts of different Iraqi politicians, militia groups, whoever you're kind of dealing with, um, is that they don't really realize if it wasn't for America, none of them would, would be in power. None of them would have the positions that they have today um, because, you know, after all, it was it was the Americans who took out Saddam Hussein. Um, and certainly if Saddam hadn't been taken out, none of them would, would be in the, the positions that they're in today. So it is sort of this um, terrible twist of fate. Yeah. Um, last question. Um, so the KSS in the context of greater Iraqi politics, how, you know, are they a dominant opinion, minor opinion? How do they fit into the total landscape of what Iraq actually is as a country? Well, you know, they are one of the main um, main sort of militia groups um, in Iraq, and they, they do wield a lot of power. Um, they have been attacked, you know, by Washington, I believe it was last year when, when Biden was sort of authorized some attacks along uh, the Iranian-Syrian border um, that they a lot of their people were killed. Um, according to KT, that was actually based on sort of false information. Um, again, I don't, I'm not, you know, privy to, to classified information, but his take on it was that um, that was supposed to be, you know, that they were told, you know, by whatever locals that it, they were ISIS hideouts when they were, in fact, um, you know, KSS hideouts. And it really isn't the American agenda to necessarily, you know, especially under the Biden administration, to necessarily target uh, these these sort of militia groups. Um, so, yeah, it could be debatable that that was just a, a mistake that happened on faulty intelligence um, rather than, you know, an attack that was uh, particularly directed at their group. But in any case, you know, they sort of see it as, as again, American uh, failing to get the situation right. Um, and it just really had a lot of interesting views and, and the way that they that they see not just America but their future in Iraq and its loyalty to Iran and and even you know we've got the the Ukraine and Russia war and just how aligned they were with Russia in this war and I thought gosh if anyone understands invasion surely it's the Iraqis but then you look at so much of the media that is being um, pulsed through Iraq it's all backed by Tehran and of course Tehran is is anti you know America closer to Russia um, definitely you know whatever sort of anti-NATO it can be Um, and so that's where a lot of the Iraqis are getting their information so it was just sort of just endless kind of picking and I I go through a lot in the in the article if, if you read it of just again understanding how this person sort of thinks and their worldview and um you know and, and even his wife who was from Lebanon who was sitting with us and she was saying she would only take the the uh, COVID vaccine from Russia because that the Sputnik vaccine because that was the only one she trusted you know she didn't trust any other sort of western uh vaccination so it was just really interesting and um and yeah just really an interesting uh conversation to say the least and and he certainly um you know it certainly I will say as, as a journalist having an Australian accent um is very beneficial in situations like this because I don't know if I had an American accent I don't think he would have been as keen to kind of sit down and talk to me um yeah I I would think not um it sounds like just from your description that the influence of Tehran in 
Iraq is still very, very strong and and could be growing stronger uh, and and is competing with U.S. interest in in the region, um, and that's just a reality of of what the landscape of the Middle East looks like today, at, le at least on the that side of the Gulf. Okay, Holly. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. That's uh, a very, very interesting update and a very, very interesting set of perspectives. One worthy of people in the West pondering, I think. Don't you? Yeah, absolutely. There's um, there's some good uh, some good little nuggets in there if you if you dig through the article. Okay, very good. Well, thank you, Holly, and uh, thanks for that update. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Take care.